host Keith the Madman Coming straight to you with movies, cigars, and a brew Discussing movies while kicking back Whether they are good or they're bad With the hottest movies and non-release I am talking about details and what I see So tune into the podcast while I vent With reviews, news, and nonsense, yeah And now... Recorded live from the capital of the first state of these great United States, Keith. So the movie we're going to talk about tonight is 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um, I have to be honest, I don't do shaky cam. I don't like found footage. Um, I think it's a cheap way to do any movie, and I think it's almost something you do if you have no money, you immediately do that. And usually you have no story behind it. Um, and, and that's a little bit of a bias. Um, there's a few movies that have come out that probably uh, were good. And maybe maybe even the original Cloverfield was good. But I don't even know because I didn't go watch it. Because I don't like to feel nauseous watching a movie. And that's, that's what happened for me. And not just me. A lot of people felt that way about movies of this sort. Um so I looked at this and I know they had a tie-in with uh, the original and uh, I saw the trailer and John Goodman's in it and he's really good in, in the trailer. So I thought this might be something I want to go see and it came up with the Philadelphia Film Society. So I said, we're going to go see it. So, um, you know, he plays, he plays a creepy character that you don't quite understand and um but you know they don't have any shake in this movie so i'm i was good with that aspect of it this actually is a first for dan uh trachtenberg uh in the role of a uh director uh jj abrams produced this and uh he um was stated as saying that this is not a sequel to the original but but, but uh could be considered a blood relative of the original um, the movie is an adaptation from a uh, script called uh, The Cellar, um, which means that it wasn't intended to have the tie-ins to, uh, uh, you know, uh, Cloverfield, but they kind of built those in at the end. And there's a certain aspect of that. You could see exactly how they did so, which was which, which in and of itself was kind of brilliant. Uh, to a large extent, um, the movie uh, centers around three characters, and uh, the you know Michelle is uh, played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and she um, is you know uh, running away from her boyfriend, uh, who's calling her repeatedly, and uh, basically all of a sudden you see this car crash, and the next thing you see she's sitting in a basement with a uh, handcuff around her brace I guess you'd call it a knee cuff maybe because uh, it wasn't in her hand and um, Howard John Howard who's John Goodman comes down and tells her she's lucky to be alive and he saved her and she should be grateful um, and there's a lot of eeriness around that um, and he tells her 
that's because there's been an attack and the atmosphere is bad and everybody's everybody else has been killed off and all the tension uh, goes around this aspect of an abduction versus what's going on in the real world um you know and and the really the cast is summed up to these three people um played you know by you know John Goodman and John Gallagher Jr who's somebody who's kind of uh in in the picture from the sense that he thinks that the world's ending and and he's coming to this you know uh bunker uh mentality that uh John Goodman's character has created and Mary Elizabeth Winstead is the other character and obviously a keynote to the story so i mean you know when I look at it, is there could be a lot of things. You go a million different directions in this movie. I'm not going to talk about, you know, the twists and turns that I think that are pretty much spoilers for this movie. Um, this is a uh, interesting movie. Um, you know, uh, John Goodman was fantastic in his role, um, and uh, I think he lifts it in a sense. And actually. I'll, I'll go a step further and say that the way that they wrote it and maybe even the fact that they had another script and they kind of doctored this together to tie it in or in, into Cloverfield and didn't even release a, um, you know, the, the first one had all of this lead up to Cloverfield and this one had very little to nothing leading up to it. It was only two months uh, before that they even released a trailer that told you this was coming. So it was kind of like the exact opposite. There's a lot of potential shtick from that perspective, from even a marketing standpoint of what they did that generated buzz for this movie. And uh, with the strong cast, they did pretty well. This is, you know, with all of that, I mean, if, if, if they didn't do the twist, it's weird for me because it's like I wouldn't think that this movie was that great necessarily, but they had some twists to it that, uh, you know, um, made it bigger than it was and tied it into something, uh, you know, from before. So I'm going to give it a B at the end of the day. This was a, a decent movie. Um, it was a good horror flick uh, that had you know, more of an abduction type of uh, thing going on with it. Um, so at the end of the day, I'd go see it. It was it was good. It was it was fun. You're going to wonder what's going on, just like I was. And you know what? Sometimes that's a really good thing. You have been listening to The Movies, Cigars, and a Brew Podcast. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, and Stitcher. Find reviews of other movies, cigars, and beers at MovieCigarsAndABrew.com. Give a like on Facebook or follow Keith on Twitter at MovieCigarBeer. Your trailer is coming up next.
Something's coming. 